Welcome to the WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio share Today, we will be live on the air until 6 o'clock p.m. with guest hosts from the local community. And to say thank you for your financial support, we have some great gifts to enrich your Catholic faith. Operators are standing by right now to take your tax-deductible pledge. So call 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or visit wsficatholicradio.org to make your donation online. Well, hello and welcome to this one-day share dedicated to the Feast of the Holy Face. So many of you know today as Mardi Gras, but we also now are learning of this beautiful devotion. It was a devotion that Jesus himself said that it's the most beautiful devotion under the sun. And it's a devotion to his Holy Face, which he himself asked to be celebrated on the day before Ash Wednesday, which we know as Shrove Tuesday. So that's what we're doing today. Today we have different people um, from all walks of life, but like you and me, just ordinary people who have either developed a devotion to the Holy Face and it's changed their life or the direction of their life, or they started Holy Face prayer groups in local areas. And then at the end of the day, we have from the Most Holy Rosary Parish in Kenosha, Father Joseph Lappy will be here to offer Mass. And he is a Marian of the Immaculate Conception. So before we get started, I just want to tell you we do have some great gifts. First of all, Catholic Financial Life, who has been so generous to us, wants to tell you all that they are hiring. They want you to go to catholicfinanciallife.org, and they have offered a match of $500. So the first $500 that we raise today during this feast dedicated to the Holy Face will be matched dollar for dollar. And if you want, if you're looking for a job, if you have someone who's looking for a position now, uh, I know my husband works for them, as you know, and they were listed as one of the best companies in Milwaukee to work for. And I'm sure Matthew would, would say that's the truth. So call in 224-206-8455. Also, we have some special gifts that we did not have in our original share that I want to mention to you. One of them is, for those of you who heard Tim Schmaltz, who is just, he's like the Michelangelo of our time. I mean, his sculptures have been with Pope Francis. They are at Ave Maria University with Tom Monahan. They're just, there's a plethora of them. And one of them he donated to us, there's a picture of it in our previous email blast, which is, it's called Life Monument, which is this beautiful sculpture. It's a miniature one of Our Lady with the baby in her womb. It's just magnificent. I mean, when I sent it out, there were so many feedbacks instantly that said how beautiful it is. So for a donation of $15 a month or $150, we will send you one of those beautiful sculptures in addition to our regular share gifts. Most of them are going to be related to the Holy Face today. And second of all, for those of you who are thinking about Mother's Day and you're looking for a great gift for your wife or a great gift for your parents or your daughter, the Marriott Lincolnshire Resort has given us two tickets to the theater. So two tickets to the theater, they're available for a donation of $50 a month or a one-time donation of $500. And if you want to stay overnight, two people want to stay overnight and have a beautiful breakfast with that for an additional donation of $50 a month. So for $100 a month, why not give your mother this beautiful gift and your wonderful gift for WSFI? We get to pay our bill for February. For $100 a month or $1,000, you can have two people going to the theater at the Marriott Lincolnshire. 
and staying overnight and having a beautiful sleep in, have a beautiful brunch for two. So I think it's breakfast for two, excuse me. Okay, so without further ado, I want to tell you about our next guest. I've admired this woman from afar for quite a time. I heard about her. I heard about her in the Rosary Groups that are here in Libertyville. I heard her about from friends like Ann Brennan. And I've met her along the way. I bump into her like at Marytown, and she's always evangelizing. I feel like a pagan sometimes next to this woman, Christine. So we have Christine Kengott here today. Christine is a mother. She is an evangelizer. She recently had a, what was it, a conference on the Holy Face with Faith, Hope, and Charity? Yes. A retreat. A retreat uh, for the, oh, so it was a retreat, a one-day retreat. Mm-hmm. And so I know that she's a devotee of the Holy Face. So I thought, why not have Christine come on and tell us a little bit about what attracted her to this devotion and why she thinks other people should sign up for it. So, Christine, welcome to WSFI. Thank you, Angela. Thank you. I remember you because you were on the air and you told us that Jeff Bezos, you bumped into him in California and he actually accepted a rosary from you and then it went viral, all hell broke loose, right? It went viral and everyone was talking about this woman who gave a rosary to to Jeff Bezos of, of Amazon. The Lord is using you in a powerful way, Christine. Thank you. So how did you get involved with this devotion? After daily, <clears throat> excuse me, after daily mass, I say the rosary and then the stations of the cross every day, even briefly, just to walk past them. They all trigger a group of people to pray for. And the holy face, uh, station number six, the holy face of Jesus on Veronica's veil really spoke to me. And I read that when we offer his holy face to the eternal father nothing can be refused when we pray in this way and that sounded like a good deal to me because there's so many people that ask for prayer so many dire situations and uh, so much grief and turmoil that if we can expedite our prayers by praying in this way Then when I was asked to do this retreat for women, this friend heard about it and called me and said, Jesus wants you to have the topic be on the devotion to his holy face. So I followed what she said to do, and that was recently, that was January 20th that we had the retreat. So what types of information did you present at the retreat? The person that this was given to, the revelation, was in the 19th century, uh, Blessed St. Maria of St. Peter's in Tours, France. And the history is very interesting. But basically, this devotion is in reparation for the blasphemes against the first three commandments, namely taking God and Jesus' name in vain which is so pervasive, so commonplace in our culture. People don't even think about what they're doing. So when we hear somebody saying this, we can either be wholly bold and ask them not to take his name in vain, or even just in our hearts, in our minds, say something like, oh, adorable is the holy face of Jesus, and ask God to change their hearts and enlighten them that this is blaspheming against the second commandment of taking God's name in vain. The third commandment of honoring God on Sundays, just one hour for the week, 
is something that is really upsetting the Eternal Father, that many, many people don't find an hour in their week to go to Sunday Mass and Holy Days of Obligation, and also working on Sundays. That is something God asks us to have Sundays as a day of rest, as a day of prayer, a day of devotion. We could do an hour of adoration in front of the Blessed Sacrament. We could pray a rosary with our family which our Blessed Mother has revealed to us, is very, very powerful. She calls it our weapon in these times to have world peace. So there's many ways that we could honor God the Father on Sundays and Holy Days, but we're not. We're turning away. We have many sporting events. And what's really sad is when you look at churches on Sunday at a Mass, you'll see how empty the church is, even though we have the greatest miracle. We have Jesus himself present in the Eucharist. But many, many people are available to go attend sporting events. Thousands and thousands find time, many, many hours of their time on Sundays. So this is a great blaspheme and profanation against the third commandment. And the first commandment also is being desecrated by idolatry. Many of us are guilty of this. We should put God first. A holy priest said, if we look at our checkbook and see what we're writing our checks to, it's pretty telling of what our priorities are, what do we idolize, what materialism, vacationing, whatever it is that is taking our hard-earned cash instead of being devoted and donating to radio stations like this, Catholic radio stations that are spreading the word of God and help, uh, helping us learn the truth about our beautiful Catholic faith. And it's Lent tomorrow. So this is a beautiful time for you to consider if you've been making a donation and maybe your credit card expired and you want to renew that monthly pledge, we now it couldn't be a better time for you to do it because we have a dollar for dollar match. Or if you have been thinking about donating or you're on the fence, you know, donate something. It doesn't have to be a large donation because every little bit, if everyone who listens donated a little bit, it would be wonderful. And if you can do $15 a month, this is a beautiful, beautiful sculpture that you'll get. You can keep it for yourself. You can give it to your mother, your parents, a pro-lifer. Maybe you have a pro-lifer in your life that you want to show how much you love them. This beautiful sculpture is, we're making it available for just $15 a month by Tim Schmaltz. Now's a good time, Christine, right, to put God first. And not everybody can be out there speaking as eloquently as you can, but by supporting the station, they can make it available so that your voice and others, other voices like you can reach up to 8 million people in these times. You know, you were talking a little bit about the first three commandments, and I didn't realize until I think it was Kyle Clement that told me that the commandments are sequential in order of importance. So the first commandment, I'm your Lord, the Lord your God, and not to have strange gods before me, is the most important of everything, the one that you just mentioned. And the first three commandments that you mentioned are commandments between us and God, and then the rest are between us and humanity. You know, you're supposed to love God with your whole heart and soul, and then your neighbor is yourself, but you have to put him first. So we ask you, please put him first today and make a contribution to this radio station so that we can continue to spread the beauty and truth of our Catholic faith. 
Christina? I just wanted to mention that before I left for this interview, my husband asked me to make a $1,000 donation. So I wanted to wow. put that out there in oh, the, to start goodness. the day off with a, wow. a bang. Wow, Christine, um, that is so very, very generous of you. Thank you so much. We were $5,900 short, so now we're $4,900 short of making our goal. Thank you so much. So maybe you'll be going to the Marriott with your husband. Right. Would you like to go to the meeting? Yes. It would be fun. It would be real fun. You have to do it by June, so you got to hurry up, pack your bags. My birthday's in March, and his is in April, so that would be There you go. What a beautiful way to celebrate. Right. What a beautiful way to celebrate. But you talked about the commandments, and I also read that all 10 exactly equate to what our concupiscence is as human beings. Do you remember when the Israelites left Egypt, and then when Moses came down from Mount Sinai, they fell right back into their pagan ways from yes. having been with the Egyptians for 400 years. So the commandments exactly equate with what our most obvious sins would be, what our tendencies are. So which, give an example. Which I thought was interesting. Well, the first three, for example, are, I guess, think of the fifth commandment. We think, well, I don't kill but if we gossip, we're killing somebody's reputation. Or the uh, commandment, thou shall not steal, we think, well, I don't steal. But if we fudge things, we use the company car for personal use. That's stealing. So there's many things, if we can expound on the Ten Commandments and really get familiar with what each one of them are saying for today's world, um, that would be a good exercise to do. And, you know, it's almost like those things are promoted in our culture. It's almost like if you, if you look at the list of the things, like one of them is anger is also another one against the fifth commandment, unjust anger. And you go to social media, like I started, I don't know if it's good or bad, but I used to have a Twitter account for the radio station, and then it went to X. And then I didn't use it for a while, but then Bishop Strickland and other people were on, and I got sucked in. But then I could see the anger and the rash judgment, which is another sin, rash judgment when you, and you can, you know, kill, like you said, kill or deprive people of their livelihoods with rash judgment when they don't have all the facts. And you hear what they're saying about people, it's terrible. I used to look forward to Christmas. Now I look forward to Lent because it's a, it's a good time for me to take inventory myself. Yeah. A holy priest said, even if it's the truth, if it is a blemish on somebody's reputation, we shouldn't repeat it. Right. It's defamation. Right. Unless, right. unless I think the exception to that, Christine, as I understand it, and if I'm wrong, people call in and say, I think if you're telling someone something that's the truth because that person needs to know it. Well, not to their face. This is yeah. if you're oh. saying it about somebody yes. when they're not present. Yes. But if it were, say, for example, an employee or employer and the person who needs to know the truth about that person because it affects their, there's a good reason why that person has to know about something. But you know, I'm in a prayer group and one of the most powerful things they ask at the end, have I wasted my time? Beautiful. You think of that. And then the other powerful question, have I wasted someone else's time? And I think in today's world, we're all guilty with this social media, with these phones, we can go down the rabbit hole and hours and hours and hours when we keep looking at these different reels and it's taking us away from our prayer life. And also, there's no 
etiquette. There's no um, pamphlet or any kind of uh, parameters about how to use social media. So we think about, are we responding? Are we on a thread with 25 other people? Well, if each person says some little tidbit about their own life or if everybody on that thread responds to what one person posted it just is such a a time waster when there's other priorities i'm not saying you know in general those are not important things to share recipes or whatever but many times people use these threads to ask for emergency prayers there's a very serious accident or somebody's in the hospital and needs emergency prayers and so we're constantly looking at our phones for those types of requests well then these other more mundane and trivial comments can get in the way but it's just that we don't yet have any kind of a uh, profile of how to deal with our social media but it's something to think about and it does mm -hmm. go against the Ten Commandments of wasting time because our time on earth is so limited, so precious. Have we done enough? What are we going to say at the end of our life? Have I done enough? It's the sin of omission. So the Holy Face devotion was as an antidote to those three offenses against God, those three commandments, false gods, blasphemy, and misuse of the day of Sunday or holy days of obligation. He also mentioned, which surprised me, groups of people. So at the time, I think with Sister Marie St. Pierre, he mentioned communists. Do you want to speak a little bit to that? Christine? Yes, he talks yeah. about the revolutionary men. And when this was revealed to uh, Sister Mary uh, of St. Peter, it was the French Revolution and talked specifically about revolutionary men and communism, which equates to communism. So in today's world now, it's even more apparent that we need to pray God is allowing this punishment because of our blasphemes and our our behavior of going against the first three commandments and not honoring his son so he is allowing revolutionary men which equates to communist communism somebody said once we took the bibles and prayer out of the public schools that was communism that was the start so we see how pervasive it is in our country, in our world. So this is on a worldwide level that this is coming. So this devotion to the Holy Face is very powerful to offset the chastisements and the punishments. And, you know, we can have all the information. We can read about this novena. We can study it. But the main thing is to do it. We can read about the rosary. The main thing is to do it, to actually pray the rosary, to actually pray to the Holy Face. There's many, many prayers to the devotion of the Holy Face, and there's compilations of all these prayers in uh, different booklets that are available, or you can go online and find them. And the Golden Arrow Prayer is something that was given to Sister Faustina, or to Sister Mary of St. Peter. Do you want me to read it? I would love you to read it. This is very powerful. And we're supposed to say that, I think, every day, are we not? Every day. Yes. May the most holy, most sacred, most adorable, most incomprehensible, and ineffable name of God be forever praised, blessed, loved, 
adored, and glorified in heaven, on earth, and under the earth by all the creatures of God and by the sacred heart of our Lord Jesus Christ in the most holy sacrament of the altar. Amen. And why, do you remember why he, she called it the golden arrow prayer? Yes, I do. Um, all of these blasphemes and, and um, the profanations against our Lord is just causing his sacred heart to have much sorrow and much pain that we're turning away from him in our society and in our families. The golden arrow prayer is the opposite. It's giving God, it's piercing his heart with love, with gold, with uh, beautiful words of praise and reparation. And he said every time you look at his face, it consoles him. So I wanted to mention, we have here, um, it was, I think it was from the 1800s when they had the holy face was, um, there was a great miracle. Do you remember the miracle? In 1849. Talk about the miracle and then I'll tell you what we have here. So okay. go ahead. So this, uh, and, and you know, in my research of doing this retreat, I learned that Veronica had a very fine piece of Egyptian linen and that's what she used to, she was very bold. She could have been executed. I mean, those soldiers meant business. They had an order to get Jesus to Calvary and for this young girl to come in holy bold and wipe the face of Jesus was just unbelievable. <laughs> so she was gifted with this image. And what occurred to me in today's language, that would be a very expensive designer cloth scarf by Gucci or uh, Louis Vuitton or whatever. Those scarves are very, very expensive. And we are supposed to see Jesus in everybody we meet. So, yes, we could think, oh, I would take my <clears throat> expensive scarf and wipe the face of our Lord Jesus. But it's more than that. If we're supposed to see everybody, see Jesus in everybody, can we take some of our materialism when we encounter a person in desperate need of some kind and sacrifice what has cost us so much money and use it for a stranger? So that is a very powerful thought that, you know, I, I don't know, you know, hopefully when we're in that situation, the gifts of the Holy Spirit of discernment and courage would come through. But getting back to this miracle. So <clears throat> the gift of the veil with his image on it was given to the fourth pope. And then the subsequent popes after that, it has always been in their possession at the Vatican. So in 1849, they brought the uh, image the, the veil of Veronica's out yes. for public viewing yes. and they placed a piece of white silk in front on, or on top of the veil and a great light illuminated the image they don't know the source of this light and consequently the image then went on to that piece of silk and it was glowing and they had um, a person from the Vatican come out and verify that indeed this was a miracle. And many, many miracles have happened with the uh, devotion to the holy face of Jesus. And they, I think they put it on there because there was um, danger to Rome. I think there was mm -hmm. an issue of um, an invasion to Rome. Mm -hmm. And then when they had this miraculous victory, they started making replications of it. 
and the Pope would put his seal on it, and in the back of it, it would say, you know, true image, and his in Latin, etc. So what happened was they were all throughout Europe. Well, I have one that was in France here at the radio station, mm -hmm. and it was explained to me by Vicki Schweiner that every one of those images is higher than a first-class relic because it's, it's the actual face, because of what the, the indulgence the Pope gave is actually the face of Jesus. So this is so powerful. And what we did was we got images of the Holy Shroud from, I don't know if you know, Russ Brio of Shroud Encounter. He's like the foremost expert, and he has the true image of the Holy Shroud. And so we had them replicated, and we touched them to the image that we have here. So they're a relic. So everybody, we give them out by the thousands. So anybody that's interested in either distributing these or, of course, with any donation, we automatically include it. You can call us. Christine, I don't know if the number's there, the 224. Can you see that in front of you? Maybe on this, I'll show it's that big, tall one that has oh, all the money. 224. I do see it. What's that number? 224-206-8455. Or you can go online at wsfiradio.org, wsfiradio.org. On the back of that image, we put, uh, I can see this one over there, but you probably can't see from where you're sitting at. On the back of the image, yeah, there you go. You have a, you have a boarding house reach. We came from a big family, Christine, so I think our right arm is longer than our left. On the back of it, you can see, I don't know if you want to read the beginning, but there's this beautiful chaplet, which is also a prayer to the holy face that's so powerful. Do you want to just read the beginning of it to us? Sure. And the original was touched to three relics, the um, yes, the holy uh, lance that pierced our Lord's side, the true cross, and of course the veil of Veronica. Thank so you. Uh, what I have is a third class relic because this was touched to the copy of the copy <laughs> that was um, yes. by those three relics. Yeah, so maybe we can just shut our eyes, not if you're driving, but if you're home, just kick back for a minute and let Christine read the power of this and you'll understand why when she says, this is the antidote that our Lord gave to both Sister Marie St. Pierre, or Sister Marie St. Peter, as you call her, and Sister Purina was the other one. This was the devotion given, and it was said that if you pray these prayers, 10 people will take on 100, 100 will take on 1,000. So that in like Leviticus, it talks about the power of praying for this in our perilous times for our Lord's will to prevail. So go ahead, Christina. It's much more efficacious and expeditious when we pray in this way. This is to battle against the enemies of God, communists, atheists, and revolutionary men. On the crucifix say, Eternal Father, I offer thee the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ and all the other instruments of his holy passion, that thou may put division in the camp of thine enemies. For as thy beloved Son has said, a kingdom divided against itself shall fall. Do you want me to continue? Yes, with why the, don't we do the beginning on, ones? On the holy face medal say, May God arise and let his enemies be scattered, and let those who hate him flee before his face. May the thrice holy name of God overthrow all their plans. On the three small beads say, May the holy name of the living God split them up by disagreements. May the terrible name of the God of eternity stamp out all of their godlessness. Lord, I do not desire the death of the sinner, 
but that he be converted and live. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. On the miraculous medal say the golden arrow prayer that we just prayed. On the 30 small beads say, Arise, O Lord, and let thine enemies be scattered, and let those that hate, hate thee flee before thy face. On the six large beads say, My Jesus, mercy, and one glory be. On the miraculous medal at the end say the ejaculation above and, O Mary, conceived without sin, patroness of the United States of America, pray for us who have recourse to thee. It's beautiful. So if you'd like a copy of that prayer, which we encourage everybody be, to be saying now, we're starting little prayer groups, these Holy Face prayer groups throughout the area. Several of our guests today have Holy Face prayer groups. There's one at St. Peter and Volo that will be here today with Connie Ballantyne and some of the Masterson boys. The Net Wind started one at St. Gilbert Parish. Mm -hmm. Are you in a Holy Face prayer group by any chance? Christina? I just did a novena Beautiful. for nine days at my house. So uh, we Wow, you've meet. opened up your whole house. Good yes. for you, yes. We'll meet once a month. Yes. to continue this devotion. Yes, and I and that is what's required. Is a it's a monthly meeting, usually about an hour. Is mm -hmm. that how long you think it? Took? We've been meeting from three to four, so we include the chaplet Beautiful. of Divine Mercy. Beautiful. But you know, the day I did the retreat to the Holy Face, January twentieth, just coincidentally, the responsorial psalm was, "Show us your face, O Lord, and we shall be saved." And that's the one I selected for this. Does that give you goosebumps? Unbelievable. It sure is. People thought guy. that I intentionally requested that. I said, no, that was just a coincidence. That it is. The power of his holy face. So when I think, like you mentioned, he has 10 promises associated with the holy face. So if you're just tuning in, you're probably wondering where the pop checks are. But we have something greater here. We're talking about today being the feast of the holy face. It's a, I would say it's a little known feast. Would you say that's true? Definitely, and that this feast day, it's always the Tuesday before Ash Wednesday. It's called Shrove Tuesday. So every year, whenever Ash Wednesday is, that dictates the feast day of the Holy Face. And it's interesting that uh, people were saying, wow, you're going to go on the air on that day. It's Mardi Gras. No one's going to be thinking about <laughs> the whole. Isn't that interesting that he, he knew there was going to be Mardi Gras? So... You know, he chose this day. It wasn't like something that's, that humanity picked. He knew there was going to be Mardi Gras, but this is how he wanted us to spend the Tuesday. And to prepare for Lent. And what a great devotion Lent. to incorporate into Lent. Yes, yes. So um, I just want to talk a little bit about starting these groups, if anyone's interested. We have one here, a small group here at the radio station. We meet on First Fridays because on First Friday we have a noon mass. And then, uh, so we try to start around 10 um, and go 10 to 11. And then we do all four decades of the rosary um, starting at 11 anyway. And we also bless anything. If people bring mm -hmm. holy water, that water that they want blessed or salt by the Anthony blesses all of that. So we start a small one here. Um, there's one in Kenosha, I understand. I think Karen Gleason has one. But another thing is if you're interested in starting a prayer group, or you want to join one, you can email us. You can email info at wsfiradio.org, or you can call 224-206-8455, or you can send me a note at P.O. Box 
885 Libertyville, Illinois. So, Christine, what's that book that you have there? What is it? Yes. It is a prayer manual for Holy Face prayer groups. So it's just a compilation of prayers and the purpose and the background, the promises, the history. So it's very comprehensive. It's, it's good. So if you're planning to start a prayer group, I think we have some of those here as well. Mm -hmm. We'd be happy to supply it for you. So we talk about communism. I just want to circle back there if, you, if it's okay with you. What's the danger of being a communist? What, why is our Lord concerned about defeating communism? What's the rub? It is just so detrimental to breaking up families, to peace. You know, really, if you think about it, what is the bottom line that we're all after? Peace. Peace in our own hearts, peace in our families, peace in our nation, peace in our world. And this uh, communism is the opposite of that. In what way? Because well, Jesus is peace. So he gives us, even though our lives will continue to be tumultuous in this fallen nature that we're in, we'll have peace if we're close to the sacraments if we're following jesus he is the source of peace so one of the best things we can do as catholics is to be in the state of grace by going to confession and uh, jesus taught us when we're in the state of grace we can accomplish in one day of prayer what normally takes a lifetime so as especially as women we like the deal we like to get the the sale deal right <laughs> But so this is very powerful. It's much more efficacious and much more um, effective and uh, to be in the state of grace. So that think of the opposite of that. Think of uh, people who cannot cope with any situation, whatever life gives them, the death of a loved one or a chronic illness or just divisions. It just um, we know the attributes of God are truth, beauty, goodness unity so think of the opposite of that without god which is communism that's the absence of god so think of that um, and also when we think of the holy spirit there's really only one decision it's either the holy spirit or a demonic spirit it's not a continuum it's not like you know the old thing of almost pregnant or maybe you know it's you are or you aren't it's the same with the holy spirit it's one decision. You're either following a, the Holy Spirit or a demonic spirit. So with communism, that is a demonic spirit. The absence of God is a demonic spirit. And uh, it's disguised. You know, it's in our society. And we think a power of numbers when we see many, many people acting this way or dressing this way. And we think of what are the gifts of the Holy Spirit? Wisdom understanding right judgment knowledge courage reverence wonder and awe so if those are the gifts if that's what we're inviting in conversely the absence of that by denying the holy spirit by not allowing him into our lives into our hearts our hearts harden and you see the demise of the nation of families without those gifts that everybody wants courage knowledge you know and and if they're hard for people to remember a very holy priest gave me a, a mnemonic to remember the gifts of the holy spirit work crew w-u-r-k 
CRW. So that's an easy way to remember the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And additionally, to expound on that, when we invite the Holy Spirit in, especially if we're in the state of grace, then we have the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And again, the absence of those, you can see how that can wreak havoc on a family, on a community, on a nation. And we all know the fruits of the Holy Spirit, peace, patience, generosity, gentleness, faithfulness, kindness, self, um, self-control, piety, piety, chastity, modesty. So you see when we are going against the gifts and the fruits of the Holy Spirit, it's causing divisions in families. You know, I never understood until my older days now uh, piety because the opposite of piety is rebellion. So piety is, you know, being obedient and doing things. You know, if your father asks you to do something and you're the child, you're going to do it just because out of reverence and out of respect for who that person is or for law and order. And I think that's the one that you see really being attacked where the teachings of the church now aren't really the teachings of the church and they can question and then they rebel or parents aren't really, the children don't belong to the parents. I don't know if you just saw, where was it, in somewhere in Canada that they were saying that the parents have nothing to say with the children. The state wants to have control. So it's God versus, I think, the state. That's very well said, Angela. You're right. So this is why we need this devotion to the Holy Face. And we're coming up to the top of the, oh, boy, we're really at the top of the hour. It's 9.56. We have my, Christine, thank you so much. We have my Wilson coming in. You're welcome. If you have time, come on and stay in. We started a little bit late. So um, if you're just tuning in, we're at the WSFI Catholic Radio share centered on the Holy Face. We're $4,900 short of paying our February bill, but uh, we had a very generous donation this hour. If you can, you can call in at 224-206-8455 or go online, wsficatholicradio.org. So we'll be right back after this break. And uh, Christine, if you can stay, that would be wonderful. And we have Mai Wilson coming in. Thank you for being a part of the WSFI. 88.5 88.5 FM Catholic Radio Sheriff Out. Operators are standing by now to take your financial pledge. Call 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or donate online at wsficatholicradio.org. We now return you to this regularly scheduled program. <laughs> 